You are listening to Uplift podcast on personal branding and thought leadership for experienced professionals and business leaders. Here Marina Vishnikova and Elena Ivanushkina with you, the co-founders of Top Expert Brand Accelerator. Hello everyone and welcome to the new episode of our podcast. And uh, a very interesting thing today is that we don't have uh, an external guest as usual, but what we will do today, I will be I, Marina Vishnikova, will be interviewing my partner and co-founder of Top Expert Brand Accelerator, Yelena Ivanushkina. Why we decided to do that? The thing is that Yelena was a founder of Headhunting Agency, and she knows from the first-hand experience what actually professionals need to do in order to advance their career. And there will be two parts that we will be discussing today at the podcast. The first one, we will speak about how to use the power of personal brand to advance your career and to search for the job positions that best suit you. And the second part, we will discuss LinkedIn and how to build your strategy there in order to become visible. So let's welcome Yelena. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Marina, for this uh, introduction. Uh, looking much forward to share this behind the scene of uh, headhunting life and maybe demystify a bit how headhunters are evaluating uh, people and, of course, uh, take out the lessons, learn how uh, professionals, uh, through their personal brand, can increase their chances of uh, progress their career, get more job offers, uh, find uh, new uh, opportunities, uh, or maybe even changing career. That sounds great. And uh, my first question will be, just imagine, for example, I myself was uh, in the shoes when I was looking for a job. And looking back at that experience, I would like to ask you, Elena, uh, I am, for example, an ambitious professional who wants to grow who wants to reach some higher levels in my professional development and my professional career. So where should I start actually to find the job of my dream and what recruiters look at uh, when they search for candidates for top positions or maybe for some interesting positions. Uh, so what will be your advice here? Actually, uh, to start with, you need to understand who are you as a professional. Uh, so in our personal branding language, we call it uh, formulate your brand, because even when you're looking for the job, your uh, positioning in a personal brand is not your job title. It's really the value you can bring to the company. So what are you about? What is the most important about your specialization experience and knowledge that you can offer to change the status quo in the company? Because uh, it's rare that companies look for someone who would be just sitting and waiting uh, for things to happen. Uh, everybody is looking someone proactive who can drive the agenda and have clear ideas of uh, what they have to offer and how they're going to do that. So all that is this primary function of formulating your brand, because if you are not clear for yourself, others would not read your mind and uh, would not have an idea uh, about that. So First question I would ask uh, as a professional, what are your maybe top three strengths 
top three area of uh, specialization and knowledge and uh, what is your positioning means your point of view about the area of your expertise and uh, what would you recommend a professional who wants to be actually visible and who wants to be discovered by recruiters what a person should do in order to get discovered by recruiters Mm -hmm. uh, th this is a very good question because we are jumping to the second part of our personal brand. So we were insisting on that on many occasions, but I will repeat, uh, people with strong personal brand, they excel in two areas. First, in formulating very clearly their brand, their proposition um, and their value. And second part, in communicating that. So when we talk about discoverability, it's about how visible you are. And the visibility, uh, it may take many uh, forms. And uh, as we say, again, in uh, our program, there, there are so many, but uh, we can put them maybe in several clusters. One would be social media, how you're present there. Uh, then it can be all, which is professional associations, uh, speaking engagements, writing the articles for industry magazines. So how well you know in a professional world, not only uh, online, but in you know, offline part uh, as well. And uh, back to your question, uh, Marina, I wanted to highlight something because you asked for recruiters, uh, but recruiters are not the only audience you need to target uh, when you look for the job because a few people really realize how many uh, job offers are invisible actually because how it's happening actually in the company when they open new position uh, they might think okay so we're gonna need uh, this position be open or this person be replaced in uh, a few months time so they start talk internally in the department before going to hr and they would discuss okay whom we have internally whom we know in the market whom we know as uh, the people of reference in this field so they would go by network first if this option is not working uh, they would go to HR department saying we need to open recruitment process. So HR would <laughs> look at what they have already available, whom they know, uh, who are visible, who are around. And uh, if it's not getting uh, any results, they would then go to uh, recruiters and give the position. And actually, there is a statistic, I don't know how accurate it is, but we can imagine that about 80% of positions are never going to recruiters and only 20% are um, come to headhunters. And as an ex-headhunter, I can uh, validate that, that I saw a lot of, uh, in a lot of occasions, candidates were filled by these internal channels. So the importance here is to be known among your peers, among the companies you uh, consider as your uh, future employer, so that when there is this first initial thought of having someone, so, so that you can be already around, because people know you because you are the reference in the field, because they saw you speaking in the conference, or maybe you wrote the book, or maybe you were interviewed in the podcast, and you could clearly explain your value and so people then would uh, contact you from there. So headhunters are, are really the last ones in this chain of uh, visibility where you need to be present. And this is really wonderful, Elena, that you highlighted this point because uh, me, many years ago, 
And I think many other professionals also think that uh, whom they need to become visible for is usually recruiters and headhunters, because how otherwise they can get a job if not through going through this stage. And this is a really mistake that people do because the audience is much bigger. There are so many levels of and groups of other people who can really influence your career and who can help you to get to that position that you are dreaming about and that you want to get in order to move to the next step in your career. Thank you very much for mentioning that. And then another question that I have, okay, I can imagine and I know, well, this uh, from my own experience that there are definitely several stages of uh, being noticed in order to get a job. First of all, for example, if you apply even uh, through, through headhunters or even if somebody helps you, for example, to put your CV to a certain company. So the first thing is uh, they will look at your CV, right? And mm -hmm. they will decide whether that CV is attractive or not in order to invite you afterwards for uh, the conversation. From the position and from the point of view of personal branding, okay, I have discovered my value. I know how uh, worthy I am as a professional. So I, I, I got that clarity, though it's difficult to do that on your own, but let's imagine that I have that clarity. How should I put and highlight my value in the CV? What would be the best approach to do that through that? piece of paper that the first they will see in order to decide whether they want to invite me or not to the next stage of interviewing. Uh, uh, very good question. And so we, uh, again, coming back here to the part of formulation uh, of the brand the reflection part and uh, self-knowledge. And uh, what I see is the biggest mistake when people put their CV and specifically on LinkedIn uh, as uh, just the series of independent uh, events. For example, I've worked for Danone, I've done that, that. Okay, then I changed the job, I went to Microsoft, then you write, okay, I've done that. Then you <laughs> change for another thing and you put just that. So this is like chronological approach of writing uh, when things happen. If you are experienced professional uh, and you have 10, 15, 20 years of experience is not working. What your CV should do is really tell the story why you are now at the place where you are and why you bring value for the position for the company. So the way you approach the chronological uh, steps of your career advancement should be telling the story that in each uh, instant, in, uh, instance, in each position, what you've learned and how it propel you to the next level and then to the next level. So uh, telling the story of uh, professional and self-development, uh, I think this is important to put on uh, CV. Of course, when we highlight the like soft skills, it may be not uh, something people would believe, but uh, if you put it in a way of explaining your journey and telling the story, maybe through your values, your passion, uh, then it will have much more value. I think this is a very powerful approach because first of all, your CV will be for sure different because I'm pretty sure that, uh, I don't know, 98% put it as a chronological thing mm -hmm. and they just list what they have done in uh, 
their past and what they do in the present, but definitely telling your story. And to tell your story, you actually need to dive deep into working on your personal brand. And uh, because you, when you work, for example, what we do at our program, right? We first dive into self-discovery exactly. and understanding all those key points of your personal brand map, like your values, your strengths. And when you go and just reflect on that, put that on paper, then you will be able to tell your story in a more interesting and attractive way than just listing your job titles and mentioning what you have done, but not diving deeper your learnings into your achievements into your strengths so thank you very much for mentioning that and yeah by, by the way just to uh, add here that headhunters or your future job uh, um, interview people who interview for the job they are not as much care what you've done in the past but what you are they are looking for how you're going to bring value to their position they have and to their challenges they have. When you look through the lenses of uh, going in the place where you are and uh, how you've, um, uh, what you've learned on the way and what is your passion and mission there, then you can easily extrapolate that to the next position and explain, articulate clearly how you would uh, make the difference. Thank you for saying that, because this was actually the next question that I wanted <laughs> to ask you, but I will still ask you uh -huh. the thing that I wanted to ask, because I think you can uh, uh, develop a bit more on this uh, topic. So let's imagine that my CV uh, was accepted. Mm -hmm. It looked attractive, exciting, and uh, I was invited for the interview doesn't matter with a headhunter or directly with the company because sometimes it happens that you go directly uh, to the company to have an interview so what should i do to if i believe that i am the right person to get that position and to be on that place and uh, i am pretty sure that i will do a great job there so what do i need to do in order to transmit it to my potential employers or to the headhunter and how can I stand out. This episode is sponsored by Top Expert Brand Mastermind program. Our 10 weeks step-by-step -step immersive online program for leaders, experienced professionals and entrepreneurs seeking to become visible and to grow powerfully their personal brand. Visit topexpertbrand.com slash programs to learn more and sign up for an interview for the next cohort. So actually, I, I'll start answering this question from statistic from my experience as a headhunter. For one position, normally uh, I would receive 200 uh, resumes, more or less. Then out of this 200, I would select 50, 40 uh, CVs of people who are formally uh, fit to the position, fit the requirements I have from the clients. And then I would have uh, an interviews with them first uh, by phone and then in person. And out of this, let's say 50 uh, people, I would uh, select maybe four or three to be presented to the client for the fa uh, final selection. So there is a huge difference, right? Between uh, yeah, 50 and uh, five. So we have 45 people discarded uh, on the level of interviews who formally could uh, take the position. Uh, of course, we as headhunters look at uh, various things. 
but first of all, we always uh, start like, tell me about yourself. So this is the question where um, well-prepared and well-formulated personal brand with the story, with the uh, intention, with the mission uh, in mind and uh, the vision where you would like to go as a professional can make the whole difference. Uh, second thing we are looking uh, at is uh, proactivity. Uh, so th there is a bunch of uh, soft skills uh, actually we are focusing at, but proactive approach. So uh, when we work on personal brand, uh, we are creating the strategy of how you would um, First of all, develop yourself as a professional, grow your personality, magnitude, and communicate. So this is exactly what uh, Headhunter would uh, evaluate, how uh, you are aware of your value, the difference you can make, and how you are ambitious to make the difference uh, in the company. So if you have all the homework done, and one of the elements, by the way, Marina, I wanted to mention uh, is what we do in our program in the very early stage is 360 interview. This is extremely valuable information you get from others, how they perceive you, and you add it to how you see yourself and all that give you the whole picture of your best self, let's say you can um, present. And uh, uh, then uh, it's clear that if you rehearsal it, prepare it, you've got the feedback on it and improve it, then you really can make a very good first impression. Elena, most of all, I want to thank you for mentioning 360 interview. And this is really the basis because there is a huge difference on how and what we think about ourselves and how really other people perceive us. Because at one of our webinars, we were showing uh, that um, picture of a person sitting inside the jar because when you are inside the jar, you see yourself in a totally different way than people who see you from outside, perceive you and uh, understand what kind of person professional you are. And about 360, uh, in our program, we invite professionals to do it even before starting the program mm -hmm. at the module zero, because this is the fundamental part, those answers that they get and that even all our participants say that uh, those answers are eye-opening, really, when they receive those answers from people, from their ex-colleagues, from their current colleagues, or from their customers, from their partners, because uh, there is a huge thing there that you should really analyze, understand, and perhaps uh, introduce into your personal brand in order to stand out, not only speaking from your own perception and point of view, about who mm -hmm. you are, but also from the perception of other people, especially those people who can really also help you and influence your career. And they see you in the ways with all your strengths, with all your value in the professional market. Yeah, Marina, just uh, to build on that, uh, this is the very important uh, step to do this of 360 and integrate uh, the things because we are taking for granted uh, our strengths. Sometimes like everybody could do, could do this, like everybody's about it, but no, and others see better than us, what is a real strength. And then you need to 
uh, really put it upfront. But second exercise we do after that is a personal SWOT analysis. So those who are working in the companies, you might have about the strengths, opportunity, weaknesses, and threats. So we do it on the level of uh, individual, and then you incorporate uh, what you get for 360 uh, as a strength, uh, then you incorporate as well where your weaknesses and where you need to focus on to develop yourself. That's why we say in a lot of uh, occasions that personal brand is self-development tool. You get clarity, uh, not uh, only who you are, but whom you want to become as a professional and where are the gaps and what you're going to do to actually arrive to your mastery, to your uh, ideal self uh, as a professional. So it's extremely helpful and headhunters, they can immediately recognize person who is very self-aware, who has realistic uh, opinion uh, about himself or herself, and who knows actually how to play uh, the strengths, but how to overcome the weaknesses as well. Yelena, you mentioned that many people take their strengths for granted. But I also want maybe to underline here that many people do not realize and do not recognize their strengths and do not use them. And mm -hmm. sometimes they are even afraid of mentioning that they have those strengths due to imposter syndrome or any fears or any doubts that they have. They may think they, that they are just not uh, worthy enough you know and uh, sometimes they don't say about your, their strengths and this is a great point to hear about them from other people so to become more aware to become uh, uh, realistic about what you can do and what people see that you can do and what you proved that you can do in order to present yourself in the right way in those decisive moments when you are looking for a job when you are at the interview and you really need to sell yourself right yeah, thanks, Marina, for mentioning the selling points, because uh, what I noticed from my experience, people are, so we are not learn actually how to sell yourself. And we uh, see it very often as something which is not right thing to do, because good professional might think, okay, so I'm good in what I do and others should somehow figure it out from what I see. I don't need to do this selling and this is a very big uh, mistake because we need to learn how to sell uh, ourselves as any other skill we uh, learn. And there are a lot of things there, this uh, famous elevator pitch we are rehearsing so much mm -hmm. uh, in our program to get the feedback from others. And there are many um, other um, aspects of uh, how you want to do that, but it needs to be prepared and others can't read your mind. So you really need to be vocal about your strengths. And you know, Marina, what I noticed as well in many cultures, people have uh, difficulties to say I. I've done that, I've established that, I've uh, got this uh, idea, I've implemented, they're hiding behind others. So we were thinking or we were doing, that's how they answered the question of the interviewer. But mm -hmm. interviewers hiring you, not the others. So as, as a recruiter, we need to understand what your value uh, is there. And, and I think when you work on personal brand, you get this habit of speaking of your achievements, uh, not like self-promoting, but not hiding either what you are good at and what you have to offer. So it's a normal process of letting others know why they need to hire you. 
Elena, thank you very much for mentioning that. I think uh, these are very valuable tips that you are giving that will help our audience to pause and reflect about themselves, about their personal brand and about how they actually can bring all their value and all those things that can really impact their career and their future job in order to present themselves in the right way. Okay, and uh, now I would like to go to the next part. We know that now recruiters or potential employers, they check information about people in Google. They just go and search yeah. and see what is there. And they get a lot of information actually out of those pieces of information that they find online. And uh, one of the most uh, powerful ways to introduce yourself is through your LinkedIn profile. So when it comes to LinkedIn, if I'm looking for a job or I want to get um, another position, more interesting position, I want to get noticed, what would you recommend? What should I do with my LinkedIn profile in order to get noticed? LinkedIn, this is definitely the greatest tool. And uh, if before it was considered as a big CV database, now it's a true social media. So there are two parts uh, there. First, exactly your profile. So how well it's written and how uh, detailed uh, it is. And the second part was you do in LinkedIn in terms of communication. So how you um, engage with others, how you uh, network and what content you put out there in order to grow your brand. So uh, if we talk about your profile, um, there is a good parameter in LinkedIn called all stars. So first of all, you need to be sure that you have all stars, mean you, means you filled in all the required fields, you add your uh, education, training, and other details. Uh, and then if we look at uh, your uh, job history, so you put the uh, job history and you, you are encouraged to take recommendations from your past positions, it's never heard. Uh, but then you have about session. And about session is really where you can tell the story of your personal brand. Uh, it's less formal, and uh, I still see the about section uh, coming from maybe before social media era, when people talk about themselves in the third person. Like, Yelena, she's known by doing that. It's so old-fashioned. Now it is <laughs> recently, actually. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was coming uh, from the past where we, that was the, the way to talk, but absolutely not now because social media is to get uh, connected with people, engage your audience and network. So make sure that your about section is inviting people to contact you, to reach you out, to talk to you uh, and uh, try to tell your story there not only from formal perspective, been there, done that, but what are your professional passion? What are you attracted uh, by? What is your mission, vision? All those things that people can connect on this uh, emotional level. What, are, what do you care about? Why you do what you do? Try to think about that and uh, put them in about section. Thank you for mentioning all that. And you mentioned, but you also said that there are two different things. The first one exactly. is the where you tell about yourself. And I would guess the second part is the communication part of 
how you exactly, exactly. Yes. So what would you recommend there? So here, and again, in this communication part, we can distinguish two big chunks of activities you can make. One is networking, connecting with others, engaging with others, and you have a lot of means of doing that, via direct messaging, um, inviting other people to connect with you, connecting with them, telling them what you do, why you think it's good to grow your network, accepting other people's invitation, because I still hear this old, cool, let's say, uh, assumptions that I'm accepting only people I know personally. But come on, if you know them personally, why you would need to accept them in LinkedIn? The whole purpose of social media is connect with people whom you don't know personally and uh, get opportunities out of these connections. So don't uh, just uh, miss those opportunities. Proactively uh, connect and accept others' invitation and exchange with direct mails. Uh, and uh, as one of the advices, um, you remember, Marina, we had a guest in our podcast, Simon Alexander, who mentioned that uh, he is always communicating through direct uh, messaging in voice uh, message. So he's greeting his new connections and telling uh, a story by voice. So giving this uh, a personal touch. So many um, things here, how you can engage proactively and then like other people, post, comment on them as well. So this is part of uh, networking, and there is the whole. The whole yeah, I, I think we could do the separate podcast on how to network on LinkedIn strategically. But we talk a lot about that in our program actually. And then uh, the um, second part is putting your content out there. And here again, I see a lot of uh, mistakes people do when they post uh, content. <laughs> First mistake is just sharing uh, someone else's content, which called curating, uh, without. Uh, putting any comments just okay guess why i'm sharing that and yeah, guess why i, I think a lot, huh? yeah I guess why I, I think you need to spend your precious time reading even myself i'm not putting you any comments why you need to do that uh, and what is interesting when you start putting comments okay you share someone contact uh, content uh, for example an hbr article about leadership and then uh, what would be interesting, give your own perspective, why you think it can be useful for others to read, what resonates with you, give some hints so that people would already say, ah, okay, that's exactly what I need, and then they'll go. So do this favor for your uh, readers, not just throwing things there. Then uh, the second level would be creating your own content. This is uh, a must if you want to be visible on LinkedIn. And when you create your own content, you need to come up with your own uh, opinions. It's not, and I am saying that it's not a Wikipedia article, what you're putting out there, like procurement uh, should be done like that, sustainability is important. No, I believe that because from my experience, I saw that when I tried that, it worked and didn't work. This is how I felt and this is how I win. So this is what people are looking at and they would react with their likes, with their comments, and then you can really engage the conversation, which is the whole purpose of being again, um, going out there and uh, talking to people. So what you highlight here and what I hear from you is actually showing your personal and professional part. Personal, I don't mean explaining your family life or showing some pictures that shouldn't be there or stories that shouldn't be heard about your, let's say, more intimate life, but showing your personal part 
looking from the point of view of values of what kind of person you are, because I think um, approaching from the values position to all that you do and how you communicate, it, it can be really a game changer because potential employers, recruiters, headhunters, they can notice what kind of person you because there are a lot of soft skills that are searched for, right? When a recruiter or potential employer is checking whether they want to hire that person or not, they also look not only on his or her professional experience, but also on all that human side of a person in order to understand how well he or she will work actually and play his role in the company, right? Absolutely. And mm -hmm. Communication can be the right, th uh, the right thing to use in order to express that personal part and get noticed from this point of view as well. Absolutely. You, you express your personal part and then you mm, kind of setting up the stage as a professional that mm -hmm. you are not only uh, like doing your job function from nine to five, but you're someone who is passionate about you have your why in what you do. That's why you want to share it with others, uh, educate them, engage the conversation and get valuable insights. I think those qualities are in a high demand inside the companies as well, because that, then uh, the recruiters can extrapolate that in the company, you will behave same way. You would share your ideas, you would be proactive, you would be vocal about uh, what you believe in uh, professionally, and you would engage others to uh, join you in this change because who we are looking at the first place uh, in the companies uh, is uh, change makers, people mm -hmm. who can challenge the status quo, bring the change. And for that capacity of uh, enrollment, engaging others in the conversation is crucial. So you can perfectly demonstrate, as you mentioned, Marina, that through LinkedIn communication. And uh, I want also to mention that Elena created uh, an amazing module for our program precisely on LinkedIn, explaining mm -hmm. there are so many uh, different tips that really work currently, not just the pure theory, but precisely pure practical tips that uh, we have been testing and she has been tested with our clients, with ourselves that really work. So this is an amazing part of the job that you have done. And thank you for sharing some of those tips uh, here with our listeners. I think this has been an amazing interview. Unfortunately, time <laughs> flies and we need to wrap up. So, Yelena, what would be three recommendations for you? Just uh, maybe even one word that you will, in one word that you will say each of them for those people who want to advance their career, who want to become visible and, you know, get those great opportunities they are looking for and dreaming about. Mm -hmm. uh, so first, um, I would advise uh, get clarity, know yourself and get feedback of others to get the whole um, picture of uh, who you are as a professional and what you have to offer. This is the must. Step uh, number two, get out there and become vocal. Promote your idea, uh, promote your positioning, what we call positioning, uh, have your opinions, have your points of view on what is going on in your industry, share, engage with others. Thank you very much for this amazing interview. Thank you, so, Marina, for being such now, a great interviewer. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and mm -hmm. now I just want to 
say a short message to our audience if you have any questions about personal branding about how to start uh, paving your way for thought leadership how to grow your professional visibility don't hesitate to get in touch with us because here with elena we are always ready to support you and to discuss all those things that can help you in advancing your career and your professional life and experience thank you thank you much. yeah thank you for being with us our listeners thank you marina if you like this episode rate it leave your comments and subscribe to our podcast Feel free to share it also with your friends and colleagues who want to grow their professional visibility and build a powerful personal brand.